You know you're created for more. Now let's do something about it. Welcome to Project You, the space for you to embrace the I can, I will philosophy and finally start making progress towards your goals, your dreams, and your desires. Be kind, supportive, and remember every day that the blueprint for you is within. I'm Cami Craig. Today, let's work on Project You. Hey, you guys, welcome to Project You. Thank you so much for tuning in seriously every single week. It's been so amazing to literally sit down every week myself and 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 be in my stillness and my silence and also the deep research and also therapy that goes uh, goes on and along with Project You. This is a very exciting time because this is how we measure our growth. And I was talking with a girlfriend this past weekend and she was saying that it's really exciting for her to watch Project You grow and it's really exciting for her to also engage in Project Project You and she goes even though you're using your stories because that's what you have and 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 you're sharing your vulnerability now um she's able to learn more about what's going on in this world through behavior, more of what's going what's going on through living consciously or not. You know, learning more about boundaries and these are things that I thought that I was just living without because it was my own story, it was my own life. Uh, but when you start to open up and share the vulnerability and not for attention but for growth and and for insight and for wisdom, um, because that's why God put these amazing people in our lives. Really, you know, I found that after having that conversation with my girlfriend, that I was able to really get in this more excited state for this podcast, because it's so true. We're all teachers, we're all coaches, and we're all truly here to help one another uh, become our better self. And even if it's by a percent, you know, a half a percent, we are in progress and we're getting better. And that's the whole concept behind Project You. It is your journal. It is your story. Yes, you're taking footnotes on behalf of what you took from your episode. But then on the other side of your footnotes of what you took, you should be writing down your story and and how you relate to the subject of today, codependency. Codependency is characterized by a person belonging to a dysfunctional, one-sided relationship where one person relies on the other for meeting nearly all of their emotional and self-esteem needs. It also describes a relationship that enables another person to maintain their irresponsibility, addictive character, and also underachieving behavior. And honestly, you guys, this term is, is one that is scary, just like the gaslighting. Like a lot of people don't even know that they are involved in a codependent relationship. And that codependent relationship can be mother-daughter. It can be husband-wife. It can be even at work. Like you are so dependent on that other person, which could be even your boss, right? Um, That you lose sight of who you are and your decision making and your self-esteem and the way that you identify to your emotional intelligence is is very very different in comparison to what it should be without that person taking advantage right and so 
out of the gate, I think that it's very important that we talk about what are some signs of a codependent person. And we're not necessarily talking about the, the, the person that you're in relationship with. We're actually talking about us that are, that are being codependent on another person. So the signs that I've learn throughout time and, and I'm more aware of these signs now going through um, almost two years of, of therapy and and insight on on what this looks like because at the end of the day you guys you don't want to believe it if you're anything like me you're just kind of sitting back in the back seat and observing all these things and and knowing that your gut's telling you x y and z but you're not doing really anything about it and and you're transforming into this more and more and more codependent person every single day. So the progress, even if it's a half a percent or one percent, I was giving a lot of uh, progress into being a codependent person because I was not by any mean uh, that person when I first um, started my journey in my adult life, you know. So making decisions is actually a very difficult thing in a relationship when you are codependent and and it, it's kind of sad because when you are with another person at, at the end of the day um, like you're warping into each other right but but don't we really truly want to keep the freedom of our individuality inside of that relationship and be a healthy relationship because uh, I, I've noticed over time that not a lot of relationships are healthy. Like they, they start healthy, but then the warp becomes so drastic that it, it turns the other way. So when I say in Project U, like we're really seeking out to be 1% better every day. And if it's a quarter percent different or in progress every single day, that's, that's a positive as well, right? And what was happening with me and might be happening with you or a friend of yours or a family member of yours because you're going to send them their, this podcast about codependency is you might be seeing yourself getting 1% more dependent on that person. So you're in progress to be a more dependent person and now you're noticing that your decision making in your relationship is very difficult. It's very difficult also to identify your feelings uh, when you are codependent on someone, because guess what? At the end of the day, your feelings are their feelings. Whatever you feel, babe, whatever you want, uh, it's, 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 it's your world. I'm just living in it. You know, that's not the, the state that we want to be in, in a relationship. We actually want to be able, a healthy relationship is someone that's bringing, uh, their opinions and their decision making and their feelings and their emotions to the table together. You know, um, difficulty in communicating in the relationship is also present when you're the codependent person on that other person. Uh, another sign that you are a codependent person in your relationship is that you value the approval of others more than you value yourself and your opinion and your emotions and your feelings. And the last one that I wanted to touch on real quick before we really slam into this this topic is the lacking of trust in yourself and having poor self-esteem. I think this is a general topic throughout Project U is the lack of self-esteem and also the lack of trust uh, because this this is a uh, this is something that 
is present in a lot of relationships and a lot of workspaces uh, because control is over this, right? Control and greed are usually over a lot of things and they're undercover. You might not even know that there's so much control from your boss or your wife or your sister or whoever that is that that is really that you're codependent on um, because it's so sly. It's so subtle. You know, and that's the that's the behavior of the gaslighting, and that's why gaslighting the topic of um, of that came first in Project You, and then now we're talking about codependency um, in that light because really this is something that everyone should be more aware of, right? And codependent relationships have a look to them; they have a feeling to them, and I want to share what that look and that feeling is, and this is a lot. Again, um, I know that this is a lot of uh, what I'm aware of now and in my story. And um, I just ask that you really are an open canvas right now. And maybe you relate because you feel that you are in a situation and somewhere in your world or you know of someone that is so codependent and or they are the one that's controlling the relationship. So I think at the end of the day, we can help someone be more aware and more knowledgeable of what codependency is and what this relationship looks like. So codependency is a learned pattern of chronic neglect of self in order to gain love, approval, or validation. And we truly do learn this pattern as children from our earliest relationships, which is with our parents or our guardians, right? So if we ever experience emotional neglect, then we have seen and heard and understand what this looks like. And and when you're not allowed to uniquely express yourself or ourselves, we kind of develop this wound on the deep inside, right? So when you are gaslit, right? And when you are being controlled and when you are being involved in this passive aggressive relationship, you really do develop this lack of connection with yourself. And when I'm talking about yourself, I'm talking the true authentic self. Like it's honestly really, really, really sad because that self was born to live. My birthday episode was just last week and and I talked about the the rawness and and the happiness that comes from the spirit within the day that we are born. That's the day that you were chosen to born to be born and to really express and engage on behalf of your true authentic self, which was there for a reason. So when we become obsessive, which this is my word of the day, um, because I was I was obsessed with my marriage and with my partner and with my relationship. I was obsessed and I was also addicted to the thought of my narrative, which was basically a cookie cutter Disney land, uh, you know, um, princess and prince story, you know, and, and I do believe that that's, uh, that's for me. Um, but what was happening that I, I wasn't able 
I wasn't able to see both sides. I was just seeing my side and kind of living through the obsessiveness of making sure that that was going to happen. And unfortunately, um, we all know what the outcome was. But I, I know that when we become obsessed with our romantic partners, it's a behavior every single day that you're ultra hyper focused on, right? And this is usually an unconscious decision that that we're doing like we don't truly know that we're becoming overly obsessed but we are and we're there to change our partner to really get them to see us I don't know how many times that I would do things on purpose just write things and do things and say things on purpose for them just to for him to just see me and to be validated and to gain approval from him and to gain the love that I was giving to him right so when when you when you see that this is um happening you you find yourself um being super super codependent because you have a really, really, really deep fear of being abandoned. So you'll do anything for the, the happiness and the approval and validation of, of this um, human that's by you. And that's where I noticed that, that that was off completely. Because every single day, my objective was to perform. Every single day, my objective was to perform um, physically it was there to perform financially. It was there to perform um, sexually, um, there to perform emotionally. And I was getting the, my soul sucked dry. So when you go back to, you know, your the core of your spiritual being being wounded, like that's what we develop. And then that's how we're acting. And then we're being overdrawn, right? Remember the positive, the toxic positivity, this all plays a role. And I didn't know all this again, um, until I knew all of it. So many people connect codependency with substance abuse as well. And when substance abuse is involved and alcohol is involved, um, it becomes a very, very hard case, let's say, because the most common addiction with codependency is an emotional addiction, right? So that's a topic that really molds codependency and helps people understand that they are in this relationship because it is present. The highs and the lows, the cycles of rejection um, of them being chosen is is literally it's on or off. That's why I say it's high or low in my notes. It's, it's one of those things that it's, it's, it's so profound and it's so revolting <laughs> in the same way, because I remember getting text messages or getting gifts or getting thought of during the day or getting dinner made. And, and those, those highs were so attaching because I was being validated and I was being seen. And I, I, I felt like I was approved that moment, you know, but then, but then the lows came along and then the cycle of rejection would happen. And, and, and it was like this really crazy, powerful chemical reaction that was going on. And I later learned, learned that my stress hormones were running through my body and they were literally being activated at all times. And my, my insides, my nervous system uh, my, my trauma was, was being 
exaggerated and it was being shown and it was being felt and it really it really was painful at times like physically you know and so when when you when you find yourself inside of of this codependency uh, you find yourself to be somewhat ashamed sometimes and then you you find yourself to be um, full of guilt that's the word I'm looking for and 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 so I know that we can change this because we can unlearn this behavior unfortunately sometimes it takes longer than others because you know, I truly do believe that people's superpowers are their mind, right? It's, uh, it's how they attack this, this uh, cycle of rejection and come out of it on top by being, again, stinking awesome. And to know that that's the position that they, that they were in in life. And that's the cards that they were dealt and that they were playing. But um, again, we can, we can come out of it. So the relationship of, of course, we're really focused on this obsessiveness on our partner's behavior. Um, I feel like as a person that is codependent, we try to control and we try to change and we try to fix that person. And really, I found out that that was a void that I couldn't fill. Only God could do that. And I was, I was, I was really, I think at that point in in my life, I was, I was really hurting because I wanted to fix everything. I, I always have. I, I, I felt that that was just a, a great quality of mine, but then I realized, oh my gosh, I'm, that's not even a great quality. It's just so codependent and it's so revolting that I spent so much energy on trying to change literally another person and hoping that that change would come. And, and it's, it's good to have hope. It's good to feel those things. But at the same time, when you're enabling harmful behavior and you're also lacking of boundaries, you as the codependent person are the one that is at a loss. You know what I'm saying? Like it's no longer that other person because honestly, you guys, they truthfully don't care until their world falls in front of them. And then they're like, Oh, I kind of want to change my ways. After 15 years of gaslighting after 15 years of 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 being the one that it's his way or the highway. You know, that's not a relationship. And I most definitely have to say that's not a healthy relationship. Some of us who are codependent also find that separation brings us high, high anxiety. And back to what we were talking about before, you actually fear being abandoned. And I must say that was a really big focus point of mine is I didn't want to be alone. I really had a hard time being alone. I remember my husband uh, telling me um, he would go on guys nights or he would do um, motorcycle rides or whatever and I would run straight to one of my family members and or friends it was it was so uncommon for me to be just by myself because I was so anxiety ridden and I was making up all these scenarios in my head because I have seen so many different scenarios and had so many scenarios happen that um, I just wasn't, I wasn't at peace. So then I couldn't put myself in a, um, in a situation where I was alone because that would hurt even more. So my pain 
would come from my anxiety and also being alone. So I didn't. Um, and then also betraying myself and my own needs in order to be chosen was a huge part of this. And I learned over over the course of time that we can heal from codependent relationships. Okay, so all of that that we just spoke about, I gave you some signs out of the gates. Um, I also talked about what a codependent relationship might look like. And of course, this is the hyper-focused uh, um, segment and episode about codependency because there's literally so many examples of what this looks like. Um, but on the flip side of it, healing from codependency also has a place in this life. And so when you find yourself being the codependent and you are some of those signs that we're talking about and you share those symptoms with yourself, you know that today after listening to this podcast or after sending to someone that is very codependent in their relationship, we need to know that we can practice today setting boundaries in our life. Um, if I would have opened my mouth and stopped being so scared and, and fearful of, of him leaving, um, I would have, I would have been in a way different place a, a long time ago. But I also am not putting a lot of uh, uh, thought into that either because I, I now know today that I had to go through all 15 years um, of good, bad, and indifferent to be where I'm at today. Otherwise, I wouldn't, I still would not be in therapy. I still would not be getting this insight and this wisdom and, and the encouragement to become my best self. I, for whatever reason, had to go through the ringer. You know, um, when you start to heal, you start to understand that you can spend time alone with yourself. Um, yes, my life has drastically changed, uh, but I am a single woman today. And I never wanted to be a single woman. I didn't want to be without my husband. Uh, but that's the next episode that we're going to drop into next week, which is how to make really hard decisions um, even, even in the situation that you're in and, and we'll get to that later. But when you do, you're literally flipping the switch and saying, okay, I know that I have this fear of abandonment. Okay. I know I'm super high anxiety. Okay. I'm going to be really, really, really sad. But the more time that I've spent by myself, the more time that I've had a chance to heal from being in a codependent relationship, I've actually been able to connect with myself and also spiritually for the first time in my whole life um, at this level. Okay, I would go to church by myself. I would pray by myself. I would go to the park uh, by myself when I was in this relationship, but I only did the things that were really, 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 really comfortable by myself. And um, when I say go to the park by myself, I was also with my kids, right? But that was one space where I knew that I could be. Um, but now that I'm that I'm here more sitting in my authentic self, I'm able to go to the park literally by myself. I'm, I'm able to go on bike rides by myself. I'm able to... Um, 
let's just say, go to the mall by myself. I always had to have a partner and I always had to be around a lot of people. And that was because of my anxiousness and my fear of abandonment. But um, when we are fully dependent on this person and or our parents and or our caregiver or our boss, whatever, we think that we cannot survive without them, right? And so then we'll do anything to gain the love and the approval in these relationships. But when we start to, to model and we start to practice the, the healthiness of, um, you know, from being codependent, then we start to set up every single day the time and the space that you can be alone. Um, and I always like to go back to my daily habits. You know, my first moment that I wake up, I'm thanking God for the breath that I'm breathing and, 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 and the sun that's about to rise. Thanking him for the opportunity to live another day to become my better self. You know, that's the first thing I do. And, and really, it's, it's kind of like the coolest little space time of my day um, where everything's so raw, so at peace and so uh, organic, you know, before the chaos really starts and the music starts thumping and stuff. But um, I started to realize that doing something that I enjoy just for me is okay. I would do things um, also because I was trying to be validated. I was trying to be seen. So when I would go get a pedicure, uh, before in my marriage, I would do that because that was the one thing that he really, really liked. And so I knew that that would be one thing that he noticed and he'd give, he would give me attention for that. And so I realized aftermath, oh my gosh, I've never actually gone to go get a pedicure without the thought of the, and, or the anxiety of like, oh my gosh, I, I hope, I hope, I hope. And when I would say to hope, I hope that he sees it. I hope that he likes the color. Um, I hope that I get a response, like something was coming from my hope. And so then I realized that, oh my gosh, I'm healing from my codependent world because I'm actually enjoying this time just by myself and for myself. I started to understand that I was attached to my partner because I was so familiar and I was so physically close with that person. Um, and I allowed that person to um, literally control my thoughts. And then my feelings didn't matter. And I had zero tears to give anymore. Um, but I realized that that style of living was heartbreaking. That too was also a place of, of be, having my soul sucked out of me. So when we when we feel that pain, we we attempt to to disconnect from what our heart really desires, and and push that aside and push that aside, and and that's what the pain is. That's what the alarm system is. It's like, hey, you're like lying to yourself right now. Like you're pushing this all away. And I'm trying to tell you right now that this is like a desperate notion that your gut is like shaking you and, and giving you these crazy, amazing vibes. Like stop doing this to yourself. Right. And, and search for a way that leads you away from your frustration and 
away from your annoyances of self and 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 bring yourself back to to the light. You know, you don't have to face that codependency every single day. Um, you have to face the thought and the excitement and the detachment of the style of of your partner's life. Okay, so when you start practicing what communication is on in a, at a clear standpoint and you start to practice holding space for each other and your needs and your wants at an authentic standpoint I also feel like that's a great way to measure your growth on behalf of what that what that feels like and what that is is for you guys as a unit and as a as a couple and I found over time as well that um, there's ways to stop being codependent, right? And the only way to stop being codependent is to really understand what codependency looks like on you. And so that's when my therapist and my doctor was like, I need you to write down five of five of those things that that you notice about yourself that creates you to be the codependent person. And that was heartbreaking to actually write that down. And that's why I believe so hard in self-reflecting and self-journaling um, because you're you're actually being truthful and honest with yourself for probably the first time in your life, right? So if that's the case, I ask you to write down what this codependence looks like on you and um, check in with yourself figure out where your relationship expectations are coming from. Okay, so that's another, um, um, so that's something else that you can write down right now um, is to figure out where your relationship expectations are coming from. It's either you, it's either the other person, or it's uniquely the two of you together, right? And, and, and sometimes, most of the time in a codependent world, you are really relying on that person's expectations all the time. So for example, it's one of those things where you're expected to perform, you're expected to be um, that perfect person all the time. And the perfect person is not the person that you want to be. It's the person that that person has conveyed and expressed themselves to be. And that's what you morph into usually. So you are um, able to stop being a codependent person when you establish these boundaries for yourself and also for the relationship. And here's where you're going to find it different. If you are in a pattern of, you know, one year of this to five years to 10 to 13 to 15 years, maybe there's people that have been in a codependent world for the last 26 years. You know, you realize that you're, you're, you're marking down your boundaries every step of the way because at the end of the day, I think some of us have walked into our relationship very independent people. And we had our core beliefs, we had our values, and then one by one, like a little domino, they got taken away and they got shut down. And then you're just like, well, it's easier doing what this person wants rather than what I want. So I'm just going to, I'm going to step up to the plate and bring those boundaries back into my life. That's how you also know um, you're stopping the urge to be a, a codependent person. And when I was resisting to being control, 
when I was resisting to fix and save everything, I started to really heal from being that codependent person. And that was really, really, really hard for me because there's, there's a, there's a really big thing about being codependent and also being a people pleaser and also, um, you know, coddling people and elevating yourself just for other people. And really at the end of the day, you're just exhausted by doing stuff like that, you know? So I found that once you're, once you're able to see your own growth and really to put yourself in this position every single day of practice, um, you're really able to, to perform at a greater level. And, and a lot of people that I talk to about codependency are experiencing this in their workplace. It's with different people around them and also with their bosses. And so they found that these, um, these relationships can be extremely toxic and they can, they can especially be toxic to the one who's, who's, the, the one on the opposite side, right? Not just the person, the person that's actually um, getting, you know, reaping all the benefits from being in this codependent relationship is not actually hurting as much as the other person. And the person that is seriously falling short every single day and procrastinating themselves is the one that's in this toxic relationship. Okay, so to mark down from our podcast today, topic codependency, I really want to dig deep and ask some personal questions. I want to ask these questions in hopes that you will really own up to yourself by speaking the truth. And if it's not you, I encourage you to send this to someone else uh, to help them understand where they're at in their life because these questions actually have changed my life. And they changed my life because I, I was obviously involved in a codependent relationship and I was in a place where I was emotionally just wilting away, if I can say. And I do believe that we are not destined to wilt away. We are destined to grow and to be vivacious and to be a part of this world and to change this world in a very positive light. But we find ourselves to be in this in this cult of depression because we allow other people to steal our joy. We allow other people to take control, you know? So please sit, sit with me here and write these questions down as quick as you can in your journal and maybe test them um, with answers later, but just get them down no matter what. Number one, does your sense of purpose involve making extreme sacrifices to satisfy your partner's needs? Does your sense of purpose involve making extreme sacrifices to satisfy your, your partner's needs? Number two, is it difficult to say no when your partner makes demands on your time and energy? Number three, do you cover your partner's problems with drugs alcohol, or the law. Number four, do you consistently worry about others' opinions of you? Number five, do you feel trapped in a relationship? And number six, do you keep quiet to avoid arguments? So these are questions that I ask that you are 
able to be very honest with yourself with. The second that you can start to be available to yourself and to really be the caretaker of yourself and to put yourself in this situation of the the, the truth, you are disconnecting of yourself from a dysfunctional way of living. You are becoming a result in very high emotions and feelings to become your better self. Um, the second that resentment and bitterness starts to fill the heart is the second that your life starts to diminish and you start to recognize that your own needs and your own wants are are a null and void. They don't matter anymore. We start to lack on internal focus. We start to be extremely hyper-focused on the external sources and, 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 and validation and let's let's just call it approval from everyone else around us because we're so sick and twisted in the head right and so when we are in this state that we can actually answer these questions you'll understand that you are now one step ahead of where you once were you are one more step to to resolve this conflict with yourself and also relationship. And, and you know what, there's, there's a lot of people that can come out of codependency together. There's a lot of people that get the second chance, you know, but when you are taken advantage of and you are preyed upon for an, an extremely, um, an extreme amount of time, I want you to realize that this is going to be a long journey in recovery. This is not an aha moment of overnight magic and, and sprinkle dust on your face and you're like, oh my gosh, I, I'm good. I'm fine. The days can be long sometimes and the days can be really, really short and exciting sometimes. Regardless, I want you to know that you're going to have your highs and lows in your recovery in your healing of codependency. And if you are choosing to stay at that work site, if you're staying within your relationship at, um, at home or you're going to call your mother and reconnect with her. I just ask that you guys do this together, that you actually heal and, and, and peel the layers off within the heart and that calloused heart and the spiritual deep core intrinsic wounds that have happened. I ask that you guys go get help together. I ask that you answer these questions together and, and for whatever the questions are, be so real that you're not going to get offended by hearing the answers to these questions, because I promise you people get offended because they lack trust and lack self-esteem in their heart. So when you're talking to the enforcer of this codependent relationship, it's very uncommon that they're actually confident that they're actually full of self-esteem themselves, which is self-trust and love and respect. You know, so really dive into your prayer. Really dive into your manifestations. Really dive into checking out to be still and to be silent, to be a better self when it comes to not being codependent. Codependence is going to burden you and it's going to hold you down from being the woman and the man that you are deserved to be. Co Gaslighting is. 
taking your boundaries away, living in lack of self-esteem. We're all going to fall short, but today we rise 1% above the line because we are very aware of the behavior that we're involved in. We're very aware of the behavior that we have been around. We know what it looks like. We know what it feels like. And we're, we're, we're willing to say, you know what? This is what it is. And this is what I got to change. This was a very, again, quick, quick uh, intel about what codependency is. And sometimes that's all we need. I've had the shortest therapy sessions. I've had the shortest prayer sessions. I've had the shortest doctor sessions on via email that I get, you know, and they have been so profound. That's all I need. So please take today uh, for what it's worth and write things down and, and remember that you are worth everything of, of this life. You are validated. You are approved and you are appreciated. And that's just coming from me, you know, um, but when it comes from someone else on the other side that you love so much, that's where you need to start to question. Am I being obsessed? Am I addicted to this, this cycle of validation and rejection? Um, and if so, I need to make this change now. I do want you to know that you're not alone. I do want you to know that I am here for you. I do want you to know that God loves you. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of things of this world that that are attempting to pull us, um, but there's a lot of things in this world that are are doing its best to create us. Be part of the creation and be part be 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 part of the uh, the light that wants to shine, be part of the vessel that wants to give and not to be taken advantage of, right? So we have boundaries today because we're choosing this. I'm so happy that we got through this codependency segment. This is going to be great to the next segment, which is to make a really, really crazy decision and a very hard decision. Even though you don't want to, it's probably the best for you. Until next time, you guys, I'll talk to you soon. My obedience determines my outcome. My discipline determines my destiny. My faith determines my focus.